market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here and here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. I do want to start the podcast a little differently today as we want to offer our deepest condolences to those affected by the tragic shootings in El Paso and Dayton over the weekend, as well as to those in Gilroy who suffered terrible losses last week from another senseless shooting. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you. More developments in the U.S.-China trade war took our markets down heavily today as China has retaliated to Trump's latest round of tariffs by devaluing their currency to its lowest levels versus the dollar in more than a decade. The action makes China exports cheaper, which actually lessens the price increases for American consumers, but will force American multinational businesses to absorb additional costs, and these companies could see slower sales in China and emerging markets as well. Regardless of who the president is, we need the U.S. public to support this effort against China here. We can no longer ignore the economic atrocities China has committed under weak U.S. leadership for the last two decades. Something has to be done here, and it is happening right now. We are witnessing it, and we need everybody's full support on this one if we're actually going to see a change here. This news sent stocks lower today, culminating in the worst day of trading so far in 2019. The Dow was down over 900 points at the lows of the day, which would have made it the third largest point decline in the Dow's history if it had finished at that level. But it did not. We got a roughly 200-point rally into the close today, a nice rally, giving the Dow a loss of 767 points on the day, or 2.9% to 25,717. With this kind of a negative reaction, we feel we're really only one tweet away from getting a huge update as well. And I'll get to more on that in a second. The Nasdaq was our second biggest loser on the, or sorry, our biggest loser on the day, finishing down 3.47% to 7,726, followed there by the Russell 2000, down 3.02% to 1,487. And finally, the S&P 500 finished down 2.98% on the day to 2,844. Again, though, we see no real real need for concern here. Even after uh, today, as far as uh, our indexes go, the S&P 500 is still up 15% on the year. So strong year so far there. No real need for concern here. We are certainly not overly concerned about today's trading. Let's keep in mind also here. It is early August, which reminds us a lot of late 2018, late December sell-off that we saw. Like that late December sell-off, many people are on vacation during this time, which takes buyers away from the market. We saw very little action today on buy-side volume, which amplifies selling pressure, so taking us even lower than we would have gone. So while this certainly isn't what we want to see, this is nothing we are overly fixated on here. Days like this also have many people talking as to whether or not the Fed will cut rates when they meet next in September. That's still a long way off, but there's already a lot of talk on the street right now that the sell-off since the last rate cut last week is helping make the case for one to two or more rate cuts in 2019. Also, CNBC gave us a very bullish contrarian indicator into the close today. They announced a special tonight titled Markets in Turmoil. These are the kind of headlines that we want to see. 
We love seeing pieces like this almost tells us that a bottom is in place. This sell-off that we have seen started last week and today marks six straight days of losses for some of our indexes and a big sell-off like we saw today certainly feels like a capitulation of this sell-off. The internals provided a little bit of a confirmation here, came back with the first back-to-back day of negative internals across the board in over three months. Now, if you tune in here with us regularly, you know that's not what we want to see. We don't believe, though, that this is really a factor until we begin to see multiple days like this. If we get three, four, five, six plus days of negative internals in a row, that's when we will start to be concerned. But when we see a day like today, when you get negative internals, 8 to 1, 9 to 1, 10 to 1, like we saw in some of our internals today, that is a sign of capitulation, a sign that the selling is overdone. We are reaching oversold levels in many of our, we already are at oversold levels in our indexes, approaching extreme oversold levels, just what we want to see. Uh, but just like the other side, if we were seeing positive internals of 8 to 1 positive, like today, we'd be talking about seeing a market top right now. So it goes both ways there. Now to the numbers on the day where we did get negative internals across the board. Advances getting crushed by declines, 6.5 to 1 negative. 8,299 declines on the day to 1,266 advances. New highs a little bit better, 2.5 to 1 negative with 945 new lows to 389 new highs. Lastly, volume came in nearly 10 to 1 negative on the day. So very aggressive numbers like this, again, gives us the signs of capitulation here that this six-day or so sell-off that we've seen could be coming to an end. Again, maybe just one good tweet away from a huge thousand-point update for the Dow. We'll have to wait and see. A few other indicators that we are looking at today as well. First, the put-call ratio. Any reading in this indicator above a one shows excessive levels of bearishness. We started the day at 1.37 and spent almost the entire day above 1. We dipped below it briefly around 10 this morning and finishing at a 1.26, which is still excessively bearish on the day. The VIX, or Volatility or Fear Index, also soared today, up a huge 38% from 1990 at the open to 24.42 to finish the day. Again here, excessively bearish. Lastly, the trend index, similar to the put call ratio, anything above a 1 shows excessive bearishness. It peaked today at about 1.55, finishing though at about a 1.28, still excessively bearish there. Looking at our sectors on the day, it should be little surprise here that we finished with all 11 of our S&P sectors negative on the day. Tech had the biggest sell-off today, finishing down 4.07% followed there by financials, energy, and communication services. Utilities were our leader on the day, if you want to call it that, down 1.5% on the day. And finally, for this eventful Monday, commodities. Gold, as you might expect, had a nice rally today, making another new six-year high here, now up 1.18% to 1474 an ounce. Silver up today as well by a smaller 0.88% to 1641 an ounce. Copper down today by 0.84% to 255 a pound, right at its lows of the year there for copper. Oil fell on the news today of the U.S.-China trade tensions escalating as well, and also new reports of Iran seizing another oil tanker over the weekend. Talks, uh, uh, sorry, 
overall tensions in that area are continued to escalate. Oil now down 1.24%, 254.96 a barrel. And finally for the day, Bitcoin, just what we want to see, as we've said here, our biggest risk on, risk off indicator. Love seeing it up today. Had a strong day, up 7% to 11,787 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'll email you every day at the close with our latest podcast. Thanks again for tuning in, and as always, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.